And it's hilarious that I kept hearing, no, no, you got to be self-serving. You have to be solving a problem that's closest to home. And I would laugh and go, no, no, I got to figure it out. (laughs) And then lo and behold, uh, I hit it. And it's just so fascinating that I really, truly can't express to you enough how much I thought I was the only one. I was sure of it also because nothing existed beforehand specifically for moms. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Jill Salzman of The Founding Moms. Jill, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> happy to have you. And <laughs> what I wanted to do was just read a little bit more about Jill so you can hear about all the awesome things that she has done and is doing. So Jill Salzman is currently growing her third entrepreneurial venture, the Founding Moms, where she helps mom entrepreneurs around the world build better businesses. She's the author of the best business book in the world, newly released. She's a co-host of Inc. Magazine's top-rated entertaining business podcast, Breaking Down Your Business. She gave her TED Talk on 11.11.11, and Forbes named the Founding Moms one of the top 10 websites for entrepreneurs. She shared the speaker stage with Richard Branson, Sheryl Sandberg, Damon John, Merlou Henner, and in her spare time, Jill enjoys cloofing, baking, and erasing her daughter's crayon artwork from the kitchen walls. Jill, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? I sure am. And the first question I had is just, I I don't know what cloofing is. That might be my first question, but (laughs) no, but I... There's my first hot tip. Always include something. Nobody knows what it is. (laughs) Ask you all about it. I was told that in high school, and I use that on my resume all through college. It just means... It's cliff jumping in Afrikaans because I lived in South Africa for a little while uh, and they do this crazy activity there that I do not recommend. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Well, now I know. I don't know if I wanted to know because I, I definitely don't think I'll be doing that anytime soon, but uh, more power to you for doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I wanted to start everything out was hearing about your CEO story and what led you to start your business. Yeah, I am on my third business. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I could give you the boring old, it started with a great idea, but that's not true. My latest business, The Founding Moms, was started totally by accident because I was running two completely unrelated businesses and I was pregnant with baby number two. And I was very, very panicked. How do you run a business with babies? Like, who does that? Who's crazy? I need crazy people to meet with me and tell me how they're doing it. So I just started a little meetup. And I said, hey, if you live in the Chicago area, come and meet with me. Let's talk about this because I'm going, going to go bananas. And, uh, and a lot of people also feel like they are going to go bananas. So we got together in a coffee shop. And after a couple of meetings, we decided to meet up monthly. One woman said, could you open up another chapter close to me? And when she did that, I went, boom, business idea. <laughs> uh, so it kind of just started feeling like the biggest thing I'd ever done. And it is to date the biggest thing I've ever done. It's phenomenal. It's been eight years. We're in almost 60 cities around the world in 12 countries. We have 12,000 members. I'm two books in. It's just a, it's been an amazing ride. I love it. I love entrepreneurship altogether. And I've learned a lot over the years. 
Awesome. 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 Well, that definitely sounds like a, you know, great entrepreneurial story because a lot of times you have an idea, but uh, you, you actually, it, well, it doesn't actually become an idea because you start to scratch your own itch, so to speak. So it sounds like you had like an issue that you just wanted to solve yourself. And then next thing you know, one other person says, oh, can you do that? And then you say, okay, this might yeah. be a business. Yeah. Every single company I started before that, all two of them, I thought the same thing. Like, oh, if I start this, people are going to come. And it's hilarious that I kept hearing, no, no, you got to be self-serving. You have to be solving a problem that's closest to home. And I would laugh and go, no, no, I got to figure it out. And then lo and behold, uh, I hit it. And it's just so fascinating that I really, truly can't express to you enough how much I thought I was the only one. I was sure of it also because nothing existed beforehand specifically for moms. But it's just crazy to me how I was a thousand percent confident. And I've learned in eight years, there are probably millions of us around the world. I'm sure there's a whole segment of dad entrepreneurs as well. But it's just funny that I thought it's just me and it's not. And so solving my own problem has been the biggest boon to my business and helped out so many other women that it's, it just excites me to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and so I, I wanted to hear a little bit more to excite you even more to find out how you're serving these clients. So how, what are you doing with the women? What, what does the founding moms do? We began as just those meetups, like the one I told you about where I went for coffee. Mm-hmm. And we met up once a month and we invited speakers eventually to come and teach us how to do things. A couple years ago, we decided to launch an online portal, ARM, complement to the offline world. So we launched the Founding Moms community, where for 35 bucks a month, you get access to video courses we release every month. You get a forum. We have business coaching programs. We're constantly adding and coming up with new things because as our members show up and say, well, I'm looking for this, we will create it and we will serve her. So we do monthly webinars, weekly Facebook lives, daily email. I mean, there's so much going on because so much help is needed. I could cry. So it's a lot of work. And it's a lot of serving a lot of different people with different needs. Yeah, that makes sense. But I imagine probably um, incorporating that online arm probably helps out a ton because you're able to kind of serve probably more people than may be able to show up at the meetup and everything. You would think, Mm -hmm. and I'm ready to say, yes, you're absolutely right, because that's the theory behind the whole thing. But so far, our online platform is so new that more people are still showing up offline. And we're, you know, we're sort of, it's not fully combined yet. We're in the middle of working on that. But until then, yes, that's the theory. And that's what I think is going to happen in the future, but it's not happened yet. Okay. But it's in the works. That that, that all sounds good. So, and now I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for you or your organization, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart or set your organization apart? I can't tell you it's a secret. Okay. (laughs) That's true. That's true. No, I'm totally joking. Uh, It's just me and you. Right. Totally. (laughs) Don't listen Uh, I, for sure, have taken a stance on the fact that business does not have to be boring. So every single webinar I do, almost every Facebook Live I do, I get dressed up. I wear boas and mustaches and weird sunglasses and hats. And I'm pretty much the clown, the face of the company, because I like to impress upon people. Business doesn't have to be boring. We have a ton of fun doing what we're doing. So I end up often looking like the crazy person who's leading this company but I kind of don't mind because we attract the best members who get it, who don't need stuffy, who don't want to go through all of those business practices they read about somewhere and use all those business terms and jargon that I can't stand. So we are very transparent, authentic, human, and very hilarious in a lot of what we do. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it, it seems like a lot of time I always find like humor and being able to kind of break the ice, so to speak, helps people to kind of digest information or kind of drop their guard, so to speak. So sometimes when you're talking about all this business jargon, nobody knows what the heck you're talking about anyways. Yeah. So when you're able to put like a, a mustache or whatever on, like you said, that kind of yeah, drops yeah. people's guard. I mean, I don't know what the transgender community thinks of it. I am not trans, but beyond that, I just love that people see it and go, oh, wait, I'm allowed to laugh. Like I can have a good time it's relieving for them. And I think you probably know this too, as the podcast host, the number one thing you constantly hear from entrepreneurs is uh, fear is the thing blocking them. Everybody has fear about moving forward or doing the next thing. And it kind of cuts away at the fear if you're laughing. Like you can't really be that scared if you're if you're rolling in it, you know? Yeah, I've never been too scared when I was laughing. So yeah. uh, I think that makes perfect sense. Exactly. <laughs> that I'm laughing too much sometimes, but that's completely different. Right. So now I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this might be an app, a book or a habit that you have, or maybe it's a little bit more about your community that you can tell us, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient as an entrepreneur. And this is hard. There are so many things I've learned over the years, and I hate to use a word that we like to hate in the business jargon world, but systematizing has made things so easy for me. And I didn't used to understand what that was. But for me, at least, if I, every time I figure out something that's really tedious for me to do, and I figure out how to make it so much easier or get it off my plate and give it to a virtual assistant, that's just life is that much easier and running a business is that much more enjoyable. And I need a lot of things systematized because we got a lot of content that we're constantly producing. So yeah, just making sure it all runs really smoothly is tough. But if you systematize, it's way easier. Can we think of a different word for that? I don't even like the word. But I don't know. What making things happen routinely and regularly and consistently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's almost as fun. They just put, uh, yeah, put ING in, in the back of everything. Sometimes that helps. So yeah. Systematizing sounds a little yeah. bit better than systematize, right? Okay. That'll work. (laughs) You'll buy it. All right. No, I think that makes perfect sense. It's funny because a lot of times when you're running a business or you're looking at a business, you forget that they're made up of systems. So a lot of times those businesses that are most successful, when you break down and distill everything down, you realize the systems and their steps by which everything's done to be successful. And the way you just said it reminds me that the easiest way I've learned to do it is just go grab a pad of sticky notes and just start writing each thing that you do each step and just put it on your wall. And just walk yourself through it. And you'll just start do that for a week and you'll realize the entire system or the way that the system should run. There yeah. you go. As you see my wall, I have a bunch of stuff up there. <laughs> right on time. Hey, and, hey. Um, <laughs> so uh, now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this might be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice that you might have. Or if you can hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? Oh, well, I feel like I got two different answers for you. If I hopped into that machine and met myself 10 years ago, I would say, I would just yell at myself to have a lot more patience. I had no patience for years and nobody worked fast enough for me. Nothing was done on time. Nothing was done quickly enough. And I have learned that it really does pay. I mean, patience really is a virtue, you know, why fight it? So I, I would tell myself, slow down. Not actually, that's not true. I wouldn't say slow down. I would just say, if I'm doing everything at lightning speed, just know that it will, it will happen. It will come. Wait, what's the other thing you asked? Because I had a different answer for it. Oh, what I would tell, just like the thing or the phrase or the piece of advice I would offer most yeah. people. I just like to, to plagiarize Nike. You just okay. do it. Just do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. No, that means- Not enough doing. There you go. Especially in business, you have to do. There's no entrepreneurs. There's real entrepreneurs that are out there and entrepreneurs take action. So yeah, 
thousand percent. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. So what, what made you, do you feel like made you be more patient? Was there something that kind of forced that or it just kind of manifested itself over time? And you just look back and say, maybe I should have just, you know, cut myself some slack. I mean, I probably said that to myself every day for a long time. <laughs> no, I don't think it was one, like a big event. I think it was over time being able to have enough time working in entrepreneurship that I started being able to look back in hindsight and see, oh man, well, that didn't happen until this date. Oh, wait, that next thing I was waiting for didn't happen for two years. The best example I could think of on the fly right now is that I did a TED Talk, as you had said at the beginning, on 11-11-11, so a long time ago, 2011. And I thought at the time, I was obsessed with TED Talks, and I just thought, oh, I did one? Forget it. I'm done. I can retire. I'm going to be so famous. I thought all of the positive things about it, and then it was sort of like crickets. Nothing happened. After year one, nothing. Six years later, the uh, COO of Facebook and the founder of the Lean In organization, Sheryl Sandberg, Mm -hmm. I don't know how she found it. Somehow she found my TED Talk. And six years later, she put a giant photo of me in her newsletter to millions of her members just talking about it was Mother's Day. So just talking about how the title of my TED Talk is Why Moms Make the Best Entrepreneurs. And I just remember in that moment even thinking, six years. (laughs) Who, if you had told me in year two that something was coming out of this, I would never have thought you were right. So I've learned the hard way and the long way that patience really does pay off. But it, all of this stuff takes time. Yeah, and I hate it, hate it, but it's true. Yeah, that's the the, the law of the universe sometimes. But it's like uh, your overnight success, right? The six year overnight success. It sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And- overnight. That's going to be my next book title. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. 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 <laughs> so uh, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, and it's the definition for what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show to kind of look at see what it means to be a CEO, what it means to be an entrepreneur, what it means to be a business owner. But I wanted to ask you, what does being a CEO mean to you? Oh, CEO to me means freedom. It's just freedom to, to do stuff when I want to do it, how I want to do it. I guess the negative answer to that, the flip side is control. (laughs) It's freedom and control all at the same time. And I love it all because you just get to do your thing when you want to do it, when you need to do it at your speed. And I, you know, I've worked in corporate America. I've worked in other places. I would never trade this for the world. And I used to joke, well, if you paid me five mil, maybe I'd give this up. I don't think I would. It's just such freedom. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. And a lot of people are driven by that freedom when they decide to start something because it lets you create whatever you desire to create, not what somebody else is telling you to create. So I think that's an incredible definition. Yeah. Well, I'd rather be a prisoner of my own ideas. I love that. I love that. That's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt idea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I... There you go. (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate you, Jill. Uh, yeah. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and our listeners know, and also like how they can find out about your book that just went live and all the awesome things that you're doing, including your podcast, and of course, finding out more about the community. Yes. Thank you for asking. I would love it all. If you guys go to foundingmoms.com, you'll pretty much find everything there. The podcast is called Breaking Down Your Business. That has its own URL, breakingdownyourbusiness.com. But foundingmoms.com, you can find my books, You can find all of our offline exchange. You can find our online FMC portal. Everything, everything ever known to womankind or momkind is there. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Well, (laughs) oh, and I'm at Founding Mom all over the socials. Come find. Okay, Founding Mom. Okay, absolutely. And what we'll do is we'll have those links in the show notes just so that anybody can follow up with you. But Jill, I truly appreciate you. Uh, you. I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. All right. 
Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.